Hey guys, Bill here. Thanks for checking out another episode of Podcast. Hey, sorry about the delay. I really do uh, apologize for said delay. I'll do my best to make sure it doesn't happen again. This conversation is a sit-down with myself, Matt Parker of AK-49 Combat Sports, as well as uh, my friend Dave of 5150 Vapes. We talk about some mixed martial arts. We talk about the then-upcoming comedy show, which is no longer the comedy show that is coming up. It is the one in the past that went really well. Thanks for asking. All right. This uh, this episode is brought to you by our friends at 5150 Vapes and, again, our heroes, the national icons at Iron Asylum Gym uh, Iron Asylum Mental Health and Wellness Center. That's a better way to describe it. It is a mental health and wellness center if you are looking for a place to kind of zone out and refocus on getting them good gains. That is a place where you can focus on getting them good gains. All right, if you want to just kind of uh, unplug for a little bit, work on some kettlebells, work on some battle ropes, do some push-ups, maybe you want to do whatever the hell it is that you want to do as part of your workout chances are Iron Asylum has the equipment for it. And if you are uh, looking for some guidance, they can always you know, always give you some guidance. If you are interested in joining the gym, be sure to check out Iron Asylum on Facebook and Iron Asylum AK on the Instagram. Also, big solid shout out to uh, my partners over at 5150 Vapes, uh, my good friends, my dear friends, my loved ones, Seth and Dave. If you are a vapor, I am not a vapor. I am a person. Damn it. Uh, but if you're a person that uh, vapes nicotine, that is a place where you can go and get all the juices that you could potentially ever want to uh, to vape your nicotine or, you know, vape other stuff. I don't know what other things you could vape, but you can do all of that stuff there. You can get all the supplies you will need for them, be it coils, uh, be it mods, tanks, uh, or juices. They've got all kinds of flavors and all kinds of levels, and they've got CBDs. What? CBDs? I've heard all about CBDs. That's like the medical stuff. Yeah, they've got that. You can put in your tank and uh, go from there. Learn about it on your own. That way you don't have to do the tedious work of doing your own research. You can just dive straight in for yourself. All right, that is 5150 Vapes in Soldatna across from Soldatna Creek Park, uh, right next to a sandwich shop whose name we won't say because in the words of Brock Nelson, uh, Brock Nelson, uh, Brock Lesnar, they don't pay me nothing. All right, so we're not going to say the name of the sandwich shop, but let's just say that it's a state and, uh, and they have sandwiches. There is a particular state on the East Coast that makes sandwiches. They've got a damn good sandwich, by the way. It's multiple damn good sandwiches. But they're in that same uh, Thompson's Corner lot where uh, uh, Sugar Mags and our good friends over at Mad Creations Tattoo. So if you are interested in a place to get some vape stuff in Soldatna, that is a place that you can get it. They have more juices than anyone else on the peninsula. You can just go in, look at the back wall, and see for yourself. All right. So without further ado... No more further ado. Oh, hey, by the way, if you know anyone that you think I should sit down and have a conversation with and get to learn some shit, I'd love to sit down and learn some shit from some cool people, from some smart people, from from some people that know some things about some things. Hit me up at wokeandbakedpodcast at gmail.com, and uh, we'll go from there. All right. Uh, thanks a ton for checking us out this far, uh, thus far, and enjoy the podcast. Here you go. Trap Lord Circuit, take it away. You sexy bastard. All right, good day, good afternoon, good night, good middle of the day, good middle of the earth, if that's where you're located. The cool thing about the internet is you can listen to these these podcasts wherever you want, whenever you want, as long as you can get them. 
And if you are listening on SoundCloud or iTunes or however you're listening to this now, thank you very much for listening. So I appreciate your time. Time is the ultimate commodity, and I am grateful for all of yours. All right, I don't want to waste yours, uh, your time, so I'm just going to get straight into it. Pause uh, with uh, Matt Parker, Coach Matt Parker of AK-49 Martial Arts. How are you doing, sir? Doing good, man. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. So we're coming up on the fights, uh, December 9th, yep. going on at the Soldatna Regional Sports Complex. Another fight before Christmas. You got a couple of guys on the card. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Uh, so Power Plant Productions putting on that fight, um, like you said, at the Sports Complex. I don't know how the fights are going to go down as far as order, but I've got a guy boxing, kickboxing, and doing MMA. So I got three fighters. Um, Ronnie Sherbaum is... Uh, Boxing at uh, 215, 220 catch weight, I think. Uh, Kishan McInerney is also fighting. He will be the main event. Okay. Uh, doing kickboxing. Who is he fighting? Uh, Lucas Murray. Okay. Where's Lucas Murray coming at? I, Homer Kasilov, somewhere like that. I believe he's still down there with Coach Kurt. Okay. Um, uh, at something. LFS Cali. Is that. I always I always see the gym posts and see the gym name, but I never really f- read the read the full thing with old Guru Kurt. Yes. So here's a question: You guys are regularly fighting the guys uh, down at out of uh, out of uh, the, the college gym. So um, is there like any any kind of stress between the gyms? Is the, is this gonna like no. gonna reach a peak where I th- like I think uh, I think both Coach Kurt and I are on the on the same page as far as uh, you know what there's there's two. Two legitimate striking gyms on the peninsula, and and we're it. You know, may, maybe another one or two somewhere, but um, as far as uh, people really fighting and, and coming out of a gym, that's it's us. So um, we're family, and we punch each other in the face. And uh, at the end of the day, we're probably still going to go have a beer with the dude afterwards. You know, um, it's it's too small of a community, too small of a peninsula to have any sort of. Uh, that that bad blood, like we're gonna go mess those guys up down at home, stupid Homer. Uh, it's it's, not, it's, it's not, weird. It's, it's like some, some men in the thirties and forties like throwing rocks at each other. <laughs> yeah. Sons of biscuits. Yeah. Just kidding, man. None of your mothers are biscuits. I'm sure. Yeah, so I think it's pretty cool though that um, there there is a consistency in in the ability to watch fights. So a lot of the fighters that are going to be on this card were some of them. My understanding are rematches of a recent card in Homer, which had some pretty awesome fights. Sean Whitmore versus oh, that's right. uh, like some Viking named Viking feller. <laughs> so which is which is Didn't cool. Like that was a really cool fight. If you missed the Homer fights uh, back in August, September, somewhere there. Oof. This year, last this year. year. This year, the Homer fights uh, where Sean Whitmore took a fight on essentially 45 minutes notice. He was on his way down to Homer to watch the fights anyway. And uh, he ended up fighting a guy named uh, Harold something or other. Like, super Viking name. But it was it was just an absolute brawl. And I think in this fight, you know, Sean is actually, you know, he's training, training. which is cool. It's not like a 30-minute fight. Like, oh, yeah. we're on our way down to Homer. Oh, and, you know. Jeez. Why not make? Why not get some free dinner out of this as well? Yeah. But I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see uh, Keyshawn again. He's another local kid. He's mm-hmm. been around for a while. He's uh, he's you know he's steadily been stepping up in his his competition. Um, he fought. Uh, whew, it was. I've had him on this. I've had him on the show. Cody Smith. He, he fought Cody Smith in Homer. I believe to a decision. Um, 
you know, and he's been, since he started fighting last year, he's been steadily rising up in competition. I know that he's been training with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, is the, the goal later to, to, you know, if he does well in this fight, put him in uh, maybe an AFC fight? Uh, here, here eventually. Um, I'd like to see him be with the gym for at least another year before we go to the AFC. But these small, smaller local fights, I mean, he came to me a couple of months ago. Um, the only reason I'm really uh, all for this kid is because uh, one week on a on a Thursday, I mentioned to him, "Hey, let's start, um, let's start really working on your hands. I need you private uh, private mid sessions Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at uh, 3:45." And I, and I forgot about it. I didn't think of it till uh, till he showed up at 3:15 uh, that next Monday and reminded me, that, "Hey, we have mid sessions at uh, 3:45 Monday, Wednesday, and Friday." I'm like, "Oh." Damn. Okay, this kid's for real. Like he's really gonna. He's 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 all in with us. Um, so we need to get uh, his his ground game. At least his his, his anti jujitsu um, good. He's already very strong. He's a very good wrestler. Um, you know, we'll have him for another year and uh, we'll build him. He's only nine. I believe he's only nineteen years old. Um, so you know, like a kid like that with that much commitment already. Is, uh, is a very good sign, and, and uh, I don't want to throw them throw to the wolves up there. Not that they're all wolves, you know. I mean, I'm sure he could he could touch some, some of them up, but um, I want to make sure that, that we're ready to, to go to war. He's as prepared you know? as possible for yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, we really haven't made that many showings up in the AFC. Uh, my other, one of my other coaches, uh, Coach Vic Rodriguez, um, you know, he's had a lot of fight experience. And uh, taking a few short notice fights up in the AFC, but really, other than him, we're the only uh, um, BMT affiliates. I take that back. Uh, Chris. Mm, oh, Chris. He, he fought Vic in these last fights. Um, he's up at Pioneer. Pioneer um, Grappling. Yeah. In Wasilla. Uh, yeah. Okay. He, he's another one of them. He just. He's had a lot of fights and just started going to Pioneer, so I guess you could call him an affiliate. Um, Bang Muay Thai fighter, but uh, he hadn't been there for too long. So um, when we go to make a showing in the AFC, we're going to go strong. We're, we're going to come loaded for bear, you know. Okay. So let's talk about uh, this third fight, the MMA fight. Uh, who is that involving? Uh, Nate Grinnell. He fought uh, this last May against Alton Sterling. Alton Prince. Alton Prince. Alton, I am yes. sorry. Al- sorry, Alton. Sorry, Alton. Alton Sterling was someone else completely. Uh, <laughs> now, now that I I remember who Alton Sterling was, yeah, uh, Alton Sterling was a guy that was uh, killed by cops a couple oh. of years ago. Um, completely different guy. <laughs> I hope so, because he's fighting still. Yeah, so he's <laughs> tough, <laughs> tough fella. It's hard to um, kill him. Rest, yeah, rest. yeah. So Alton Prince, uh, rest, who I've rest seen, easy, my friend, who I've, who <laughs> I've seen fight Steve Lawson. Um, okay. Yeah, so I'm excited. Like, I fan of Alton, Alton Prince. He's a guy that, that steps in and fights, uh, and he fights hard. He's he's a guy, you know, punches hard. So, I mean, but in heavyweight, I think, get punched. Yeah, as hard as you want to get punched. I mean, I think that, but that's what the attraction is to heavyweights. That's why in in most, um, I'm I'm willing to come out and say this even as a fan. I think in most organizations, the heavyweight division is always the weakest uh, because you you run into so few heavyweights that that can move really well, that can move really quickly and, and sort of um, flow with their power. That's why a guy like Cain Velasquez was an anomaly. 
He's a guy that moved really well. He, I mean, I don't know. From a, I wasn't a, a big on kickboxing when when he was really active, but it seemed like his style was like kind of awkward and clunky, but it was absolutely effective. I mean, he mm-hmm. worked with a guy um, uh, in Javier Mendez who knows how to train athletes. You also have uh, in a guy like Cain Velasquez, a guy who was a, an NCAA wrestler, he's an athlete of the highest caliber, um, and so. Yeah, I guess it, that that works for them. I mean, it's it wasn't necessarily like the prettiest thing to look at. It's no. not like you're watching, you know, like like Demetrius Johnson or TJ Dillashaw yeah. or any of these little little tiny guys or your Jose Aldo, like oh with God. these really cool you know kicks flying around. You're not going to see that because these are guys that weigh 230 pounds. Yeah, um, but <laughs> if you see a guy that size do what Demetrius does, test that man. That's <laughs> the, you're not a person. You're a comic book character. You're not even real. Yeah. Um. So. So Nate is fighting. Who is Nate fighting? He is fighting Michael Pitaro. Where's Michael Pitaro? Uh, he's, he's out of Juno, I believe, somewhere down southeast. Juno, yes. I can talk about that one. He has okay. Juno. Alright, we are joined by Dave. Dave, do you actually have a last name? Nope. Yes. Okay. His parent. Nah, it's just Dave. Dave works better for it's me. Just Dave. Nah, it's just Dave. Or from Michigan Junior. Um, yeah, no, I had a, there's, a, there's a good joke to be made about Dave. It's like, there aren't a whole lot of Daves that are assholes. I try hard to be an um, asshole, but it didn't work. I, uh, I was Texas Parker, but hey. I was on, uh, uh, I don't know, it was eHarmony. Like, before I, like, okay, so not recently. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm um, married. No, it was just um, something you saw on TV. It didn't really actually exist. No, that's, exist, how, so. that's how I met my wife, was on eHarmony. Oh, wow. I, okay, so I had this thing. No, don't, don't say, oh, wow, and smile. Um, <laughs> wow. No, because here's what I would I would deploy, and while I was deployed, I would sign up for eHarmony, and that way when I got back, I would be able to meet some nice young lady yeah. who had stuff going. Because if you're on eHarmony, you got to have a job, right? you got to pay for that shit. Yep. So, so you pay for the whole time you're gone without even using it. No, 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 no. So, like, halfway in, mm-hmm. I would, like, I would open up the, uh, the, the, the account. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so I would do that, and then... I get to know women and have it lined up because everyone loves a hero. Mm-hmm. And I would line it up and uh, smack it out of the park when I got back. And so uh, that worked for a little while, worked for a few years. And on my, my last deployment, I met my wife, Ani Harmony. But that goes back to, to Dave. Let me explain Dave to you. Okay. I had met this uh, very, very lovely, lovely woman, Ani Harmony. Um, anywho... Um, <laughs> She had a couple of kids, which didn't bother me. And I had a kid, and you know, it's whatever. Like mm-hmm. you can't hold something like that against a person. If anything, like they they might be bringing a cool person into your life, you know, or this kid could suck, whatever. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was talking to her, but like back and forth, she was super bad. I'm, you know, like McLovin. Oh, um, just a gorgeous lady. Anywho, I, I mentioned, you know, like Dave's. I said, you know, like even then, like it's really hard to to meet an asshole named Dave. You don't see a lot of them. Dave are, tend to be pretty consistent, solid guys. They'll come, like, if your wife kicked you out for cheating on him, Dave will come pick you up. Because Dave's, <laughs> Dave's your friend. Dave may not approve, but Dave's your friend. Thing, I'll be thing. there. Dave's uh, your ride or die. So this, yeah, yeah Dave's your ride or die. That's what I am. Um, and this chick said, you've never met my baby's daddy. And that's when I knew... I'm never going to meet you either because if you can't make things work with Dave, you're not going to be able to make things work with Bill. Solid. Just like Reba with that. Like, nope. You just Dave name. Gotta go, bitch. Gotta go. Um, 
But then I came across my wife and, you know, saw that she was a single mom. She likes the name Dave? Uh, I don't know. Like, her ex-husband's <laughs> name uh, name isn't Dave, so that's probably a sign. If her ex-husband's go. name was Dave, I wouldn't know who she is. It's like a, it's a fucking anti-Dave repellent. Get away from me, lady. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so, jumped off topic really quick with my name. I like this. Yeah. Dave's, like, if... Dave's will hook you up. Like, Dave's tend to, like, if Dave is into something and Dave has plenty, Dave will share. Like, Dave will buy you over barbecues. Um, you know, like, Dave has said, hey, grab a monster on your way out. Like, Dave here. Mm-hmm. He's got a bunch of them. Uh, you know, it's all love. Mm-hmm. You know, Dave grows weed. He'll hook you up with a nugget, whatever. If Dave owns a sandwich shop, Dave will hook you up every once in a while. He's not going to feed you every day, but you come in every once in a while. He's like, yeah, it's, it's on the house. Yeah. Welcome to Dave's. Enjoy your sandwich. Gave you, gave you extra ham. I know you. I know how much you love ham. I love ham. On whole um, level. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's why I'm with my wife, and that's uh, Dave. Just All Dave's right, fine. Well, that's so your Dave story. Helped you find your love. Yeah. Or fucking the lack of Dave. Yeah. See. Done. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, how did you get involved in sponsoring, and why do you continue to sponsor? Um, I was a big fan of the fights before we even owned the business. I always went to them all, was always trying to volunteer, be security, or be there just to help out because I like to be there and watch. Big fan of all MMA fights and all sporting events. And then Matt, which is really ironic, years ago was my neighbor, Living Kenai. And I just sit on my front porch, my boxer's drunk pretty much every morning. And he'd come home and talk to me. He didn't care for my boxers at all. He just talked to me about wrestling and about fighting and everything else. I love Matt. And then, Did you uh, ever take the boxers off and see if the level was the same? I tried going in his house when I believe it was his father's up here to say hi to his dad in my boxers while I was pretty drunk, so I'm pretty sure their boxes were half <laughs> off already. And Matt asked me nicely not to do that. He was really nice about it. He was like, so did you try coming to my house when That's I was gone? Sweetie. I was like, yeah, I did. Nice. And I was drunk. I don't know. Maybe it's a possibility. And he explained the scenario, and I was like, that sounds like I was drunk and trying to get in your house. Yeah. Solid. Makes a lot of sense. I'm sorry. He's like, oh, no, 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 it's okay. But then he... Uh, Came to the shop one day, we were talking. He's like, yeah, I'm trying to do these fights down here. It's just costing a lot of money. And I was like, oh, well, how much you need? He threw a price, and I happened to have that in my wallet. So I gave it to him and said, here you go. Get the fights down here. And then he kind of started doing more and more fights down here, getting more and more you know, people involved. I kept promoting more and more until now I'm the head promoter for the next fights. <laughs> head sponsor. I sponsor the shit out of it. Good. And I'm also sponsoring different things, too. Let's talk about some of those different things. Da, 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 da. Coming up on Friday, Andy Hendrickson of 30 Rock. Craig Ferguson, uh, David Letterman. He's uh, probably written some jokes for uh, for for your dad. His dad jokes. No, he's a really funny guy. You can check him out on uh, a Dry Bar Humor. Uh, Angie Angie Stubbs, as well as the uh, the great Cass Smiley. We Shout out to Cass Smiley in the Alaska, uh, the Before You Die Alaska Comedy Festival coming April twenty nineteen. Um, so uh, April. 20th? April 2019. April, no, no, not April 20th. April okay. 20th is something else completely. April 2019, in, in the year 2019. Okay. Not April 20th. But in April 2019, in the year 2019, in the month of April, there's going to be a comedy festival in Anchorage. Actually, starts on my birthday. Nice. Yeah. Can we get there for that? I'll probably go. Go check I'll go. it out. Yeah. I'll spot you something for him. Yeah. I'll show him some love. You hear that? Basically, I mean, Man, it's, I don't know how you're... Well, I guess you got a girlfriend, but... I don't know, he's sponsoring. Sponsoring everything. It gets me out there, and plus, to me, it's not just about getting money out there. It's about getting more stuff people in the community to do to help draw the community together. Which is, I think, is a big thing, especially as we're, you know, we live in a, we live in a, a small community. 
Um, and it gets dark real, real early. So uh, that being said, I mean, I think anything that brings people out of the house and doesn't cost uh, an arm and a leg is, uh, is definitely a beneficial thing. Um, and is that, no, that's not what would have been wait, weird to, like, wave to some random, like, uh, attractive lady. Like, uh, nope, you're not my friend's wife. Never mind. I hate you, pretty lady. Just throw bricks at, throw bricks at her. I'm not advocating you throw bricks at pretty ladies, anyone listening. Um, but, uh, I mean, you I'm might if you're bricks in eight. Yeah, anybody. Don't, don't throw bricks, it's not nice. Unless they're actively attacking somebody. In which yeah, and you gotta defend time. people, you know, and stuff. <laughs> um, alright, so, Matt, um... What do you see coming uh, from the, the your, your team uh, going forward in 2019? Like, what is the plan for that? 2019. Um, I know Nate wants to fight for sure in 2019. In AFC or uh, continue we're, local? We're up in the air about that quite yet because I know I know Matt's going to have some sort of a show this next spring. So um, depending on how this fight goes, we, we keep keep trucking, keep our our heads down, moving forward and. Uh, Whatever presents itself will present itself. So, um, I mean, that might be AFC, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see first. See where he's at in the month. You know, he, he could totally have to change a job, change of, you know, life happens. I know that. But uh, no plan set in stone yet. As far as Kishan, um, I'd like to see him fight um, early early next year. He's, he's a young kid. He's spry. He's uh you ready to go with everything, so um, continue moving forward with him. Win or lose in this next fight, um, take you know, take your lumps if you get them, and keep trucking until you get some more. Okay. You know. um, now, with uh, with all that being said, um, let's move on to other fights and, and other promotions coming up. We've got uh, Bellator's heavyweight. That's in February. That's in February. Very excited. Fedor, Ryan Bader. Who you got on that one? Shit. Shit. This is Fedor. <laughs> Fedor. Fedor by Fedor. I think Fedor is going to Fedor him to death. And <laughs> whatever that entails. I mean, whatever. I don't know. Stepping and punching? Just stepping and punching and, until Ryan Bader walks backward uh, and maybe he slips on a banana peel. I don't know. <laughs> but Fedor by full Fedoring. Uh, also coming up in uh, coming up really quick, John Jones, mm-hmm. Alexander Gustafson, December 29th. That's right. <coughs> that fight card is stacked. Stacked card. I haven't even looked at. Yeah, it. M- perhaps the Uriah fi- uh, Uriah Hall uh, uh, Bellator intro card. If he doesn't get this W, if he didn't get this W, Ryan, uh, not Ryan Hall. Ryan Hall's fighting BJ Penn. I'm thinking Uriah Uriah Hall. Uh, yeah. Fighting uh, well, Ryan Hall's fighting BJ Penn. Ryan Hall's fighting, uh, and uh, Uriah Hall is fighting some other dude who's On five and zero. Uriah Hall's fighting Devon Lewis. Devon Lewis, who is five and zero. And if you're in the UFC and you are five and zero and you are fighting Uriah Hall, you're a fucking stud. All right, you, you are, are a stud something. murderer. Um, yeah, you are. You That's might not be from this planet. <laughs> Because if you're five and zero in the UFC and you're fighting a guy who has some of the the, the yeah. highlight reel knockouts that a guy like Uriah Hall does, who you know you can say that he never reaches his full potential in the UFC, which I think is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you, I don't know, man, if you you sent him down to shoot a box in the the, the late '90s, early 2000s Ooh. for a couple of months, send him back up here, and uh, 
He'd be like a rabid badger with knives in his hands. Um, <laughs> so love Uriah Hall, great striker. So how, uh, oh, okay, okay. This isn't in chronological order. Not my no. heavyweight main event. Uh, it is light heavyweight main event. It is, yeah. it is in order. Yeah. So we're cow. looking at it in order. Absolutely stacked card, December 29th, to include John Jones and Alexander Gustafson in their rematch. Andre Alofsky and Walt Harris. Uh, who I'm, I'm sure Walt Harris has a way better dog than Walt Flanagan. <laughs> Shout out to Kevin Smith. Uh, rest in peace to uh, Stanley. Yeah, Andre Olovsky is going to be a good fight. Kat Zingano versus Megan Anderson. I love yeah. Kat. I love Kat Zingano. Alpha Damn. Cat is uh, she's one of my favorite female fighters. Card, all time. Yeah, it's it a is hell of a Carlos Condit, uh, Amanda, well, Carlos Condit, and and Spokane's own uh, Mike the Maverick Kiesa. I like Mike Kiesa. Um, I I think that. Um, if Carlos Condit loses this, um, then either he he needs to go to Bellator, where they can, you know, or or Japan, yeah, um, where maybe he can take better recovery supplements. Okay. <laughs> um, no, but I, like Mike Chiesa is a solid wrestler, and I like Mike Chiesa, and he's a Spokane yes, guy. Um, and so, with that being said, I got to go with Mike Chiesa on here. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, if uh, if this if this is if you're a Carlos Condit fan, I am. Uh, I think that if he if he loses to Mike Chiesa, Mike Chiesa on his game, it's going to be a good fight. Uh, we'll see how Mike Chiesa looks at 170. I mean, yeah. like we'll we'll see him without those weight cuts. We'll see him at his more natural strength. Um, I you know I want to see what that looks like against Carlos Condit. I want to see Amanda Nunez and uh, Chris Cyborg. I think that decides who is the the greatest female fighter of all time. Um, Ilar uh, Latifi, Latifi and uh, and Corey Anderson. Uh, I believe uh, Latifi is a kickboxer, mm-hmm. correct? Like a like one of those murderous sons of the biscuits from a kicks scary very, place very in the world. Hard. Yeah, he hits as hard as he kicks. Yeah, he's damn traps in there. Yeah, he doesn't have a neck. He's just got traps. Like he gets a hold of you, he's gonna fucking spike you. Now the, um, the fight that uh, Chad Mendez uh, oh, fighting, um, you know, Alexander uh, Alexander. Uh, Volkan Volkanski. We're just gonna call him Volkanovsky. Volkanovsky. It's a scary it's name. Volkanovsky. <laughs> Volkanovsky. Correct. Yes. Alexander Volk. Man. Alexander Volcano. <laughs> Alexander <laughs> the Volcano. Volkanovsky. Versus Chad Money Mendez. Versus Chad. Um, uh, do I still look natural, Mendez? <laughs> Jesus. Um, Chad, uh, Chad. If I had more than two weeks' notice, I'd. Beat Connor Mendez. Man, yeah. It's going to be a wrestling claim for that match. Maybe. Or, you know, like the Russian is going to Russian him. They're both, uh, they're they're both, I mean, you look in their records 18 and 4 versus 18 and 1. You look at Chad Mendez's losses, and those are some, I mean, we're talking about Jose Aldo, we're talking uh, Connor. Connor. I mean, these are, but these are Jose Aldo twice. So, so, I mean, Chad Mendez is no bitch. Like, we've established this. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I, I tend to, um, I, I tend to like, if I'm betting, uh, I, I tend to bet on the guy who comes from shittier circumstances. And I don't know where Alexander Volkanovsky, uh, is from, but I can tell you that Chad Mendez is a really good looking little guy. So I hope he gets beat up, uh, just because, uh, yeah. just, it because he's white. just cause he's, he's good looking. No, I, no, I don't think it's that at all. No, not with Mr. Mendez. Plus, you know, like, think about... Never mind. I'm just not going to talk about... Never mind. Let's keep it there. No, I like... Uh, I, I've never been... Uh, I don't know. I like Mendez. I like Mendez, and I like that... I like Mendez's wrestling. He's a great wrestler. 
Um, but I don't know enough about Alexander Volkanovsky to tell you or anything about him. I don't know. I, I'm going to go home and check out some highlights uh, videos because I think it's a great name. Who else do we have on the card? Dude, Ryan, Ryan Hall. Ryan Hall, BJ Penn. Okay, so you have one of the greatest uh, jiu-jitsu practitioners in mixed martial arts history uh, taking on Ryan Hall of 50-50 guard fame. Uh, it's, I hope... <laughs> I hope it becomes a jiu-jitsu match. I, I don't do, want I it to do become too. a boxing match. I, want... I, don't think, I don't think Ryan Hall will let it. You saw in the Ultimate Fighter a few years ago, he would just jump uh, either like MNR roll or, or just jump to on legs. Like He wants to rip people's knees to shreds, and I love it. Okay. I love his so, so you throw him in there with a guy like BJ Penn who can get his uh, ankle behind his head without using his hands. Uh, you know, like, what does that look like? He's, you know, you're talking about a guy who's who's got incredible mobility. He's got um, incredible flexibility. We don't know where like BJ Penn's conditioning is at this point, but I imagine, um, I imagine he hasn't been doing a whole lot but practicing, uh, just because in my mind BJ Penn is still uh, has zero losses because it's BJ Penn. Don't you laugh, Dave? He don't just you, had his ass whooped. Just shut your mouth. He, you know what? He choked Jeremy Stevens with his own blood. All okay. right. He used Jeremy Stevens' blood as a lubricant to get under his chin and choke him. All right. BJ Penn, did you see what he did to Diego Sanchez? He did to fucking Carl Uno back in the day? Yeah. BJ Penn is is one of the baddest mother lovers on the planet. All right. The fight with Sean Shirk. I think that when you count a guy like BJ Penn out, especially when you're seeing like these late career surges, and I don't want to say late career from a guy like Daniel Cormier because he came in the game late. Yeah, um, I just think it's funny that people say BJ Penn's great, 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 but yet, why are his losses almost even to his wins? Well, you look at who his wins and his losses are, look at where he was in his career. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, he also, I guess there were some issues with, uh, I think it was the second Frankie Edgar fight at 145. Uh, one of the issues that he, he said that he had was he was um, he was training with Mike Dolce. Mike Dolce was working on his nutrition. And um, after the weigh-ins, Dolce just kind of like dipped out on him. Like, after Dolce cashed his check, he didn't stay with him for the rest of the night to help him, like, rehydrate, get his food up. He said, I think he said he was, and, and I'm, I'm committing to this, I'm throwing the energy into the atmosphere, <laughs> but I believe BJ Penn said he was only, like, 148 when he stepped into the ring. Yes. So. His way underweight, undercut. Yeah. So, and he exhausted the, he watched that fight, the first round ended, and he was done. physically done. He was done. And then you set him up in a, in a fight with Yair Rodriguez. Uh, who's on a surge, you know, he, these things happen. But you have BJ Penn and Ryan Hall. What happens if that turns into a jiu-jitsu match? I think that it could be uh, one of the greatest jiu-jitsu matches in, in MMA because you're talking about two guys who are very, very high-level jiu-jitsu practitioners, and now they have they have five minutes to work with striking. Okay? Um, you're, you're talking about... Um, Eddie Bravo and almost Eddie Bravo invitational rules, right? Um, except you know elbows, the combat jujitsu, combat jujitsu. So you're you're talking about like things that both of these guys are really really seasoned in. Um, but BJ Penn was, uh, I believe, was the first non-Brazilian to win uh, BJJ World Champions. So I mean, shit. He still has that famous three foot pull jump that blew my mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We ki- or when he kicked his leg uh, behind his head. He's a bad man. And so, yeah, Ryan Hall's going to try and take his legs off, but you know, you're talking about a guy whose who's, who's cartilage is part pasta. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I have friends that were at the pool. Like, oh, I can do a three-foot pool jump. Try it. Nice. They can't get out the water. 
Good stuff. Um, yeah, so I mean, I'm excited for that. Like, I think it's a, it's a good fight, and he's a good card. Um, and I'm I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see BJ Penn fight. I know at this point, like every time he fights, it might be his last fight, and I'm okay with that because uh, I think that he leaves with uh, with a legacy. He leaves with a great legacy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but he was he was one of the most. He still is one of the most solid fighters of all time. Like he if he decided he didn't want to fight at lightweight anymore, he could go up to welterweight, and I think that. You know, he, he could maybe not be the same force that he was, um, but he would. But I think that he he could probably still do it um, as far as grappling, as far as, as, far as jujitsu goes. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to see BJ Penn take any more shots, uh, just because I, I like BJ Penn. Right. I'm a fan. I don't want to see him. I, I don't want to see him get hurt. Um, but at the same time, I still want to see him hurt people. So it's a really weird <laughs> trade off. Might show up in in Hawaii. You know, at his gym, like offer to fight him. Yeah, and, yeah, I'll do it. He'll beat my ass, but I'll walk into it accepting it. Like you, it's it's just one of those things. Like, nah, just to antagonize. Come on, little guy. Come on, little guy. Make fun of his hairline and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. What are we talking about? That's right. Oh, it's all over yeah. Facebook, all over Instagram. Okay, so now we've got to go to this. Uh, <laughs> Dave just brought up a really, really, really good, interesting uh, thing. I guess it, it's looking like Cowboy Cerrone dropped. Will be fighting mm-hmm. Conor McGregor. That is one fifty five. It's official. Not official. No. They're both in. A, they're both having their. Uh, their people are talking. They're, they're, they're talking negotiating it. Dana White wants it to happen. Oh, and yes. Conor yeah. said in an interview before the fight, if Donald dropped down, I will destroy him. I would love to fight Donald. After that fight, Donald's like, I'm coming. Yeah, like, you could have Budweiser versus you could have American beer versus Irish whiskey. Oh. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! You could have that fight on the moon and it would sell out. Like that's those two guys and Cerrone. He's got great ground game, but his striking is amazing. The dude can take a hit. Well, he's a he's a I think he's longer. He's, I think he's, oh, like he's six foot something. Um, and you got a guy like Connor who, as as a, a lightweight, is is kind of tall. I mean, as a featherweight, he's extremely yeah. tall. But as a lightweight, Donald Cerrone's a fucking monster. Yes, um, and. And I like him because he's, I mean, I hate to sound like a nationalist, but he is American. Kind of like that. He's yeah. not Lewis America. No. He's Nobody else is Lewis America. He's, man, he shows up in a cowboy hat with Budweiser on it. His I don't know. Kid was wearing the cowboy boots, the belt, the little cowboy hat to fight, the little earmuffs on. Yeah. I was like, America. That's pretty America. That's Solid. pretty America. I think that if he, I mean, all they need to do is figure out a way to combine the, the 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 man juice of Donald Cerrone <laughs> and Derek Lewis and maybe put it in I don't know fuck it you know what what is her name she's uh, Sarah she's she was a um, Olympic wrestler Sarah McGann okay yeah and you get Sarah McGann's egg you just kind of and you just kind of you know put them in a blender together <laughs> and uh, put them in a put them in a one with a turkey baster I think that's how it goes. <laughs> And that's how they do it. Sure. Yeah, and you just make the most American child ever. I was reading Donald Cerrone wants to fight now. The biggest issue with this, Connor wants more money. Of course he does. Yeah. Of course he does. He's not going to make fifty million dollars to to fight uh, a, a non-champion. Like what is? Uh, but I mean, okay. So if he wins against Donald Cerrone, it gives him a shot back at gives him a shot at the title. Does it? And I, I think it should absolutely mean the same thing. If Cerrone um, beats him, Cerrone should get Khabib. Yes. 
Uh, but now, or it could be versus Ferguson. Yeah, that needs that to, has to happen. That if, if, that, if that doesn't happen, I think the belt means a lot less. If if Khabib fights, okay. If Khabib fights him, if Khabib fights Ferguson and wins, he should get the winner of Cerrone versus Connor. But Ferguson is for sure first in line, in my opinion. Although Ferguson wants Connor more than anything else, I think Ferguson should win, get the belt, and then fight Connor with the belt. Ooh, you know what? I'm telling you, I, I like the way this plays out in my head. Okay, so you have. Okay. <laughs> hear me out. Habib, yes. Well, Habib and, and Ferguson, okay? They go on. The winner of that fights the winner of McGregor Cerrone. There are no losers in that. No. The, there the, are no losers. The only way it makes it better is the losers fight each other the same fight. Oh, even better. Even better. Okay. You throw that on the same card. Like, imagine that, that, that Cerrone, let's say Cerrone. Wins against McGregor. Mm-hmm. Let's say Habib wins against Ferguson. Oh, Cerrone versus Habib. Oh, Ooh. imagine! I don't imagine it would be a lot of like shit talking and a lot of disrespect. No, but, but I would want to see that fight. The That's fight, the fight I want to and see. And then the co-main event could be Ferguson versus Connor. Oh, so great! So great! Because you'll have lots of shit talking there. So great! Lots of shit talking. Yeah, so great! The fight, the main event, be um, better. Like I, I don't man. Yeah, and I, I imagine that the, the shit-talking between uh, Tony Ferguson, by the way, <laughs> I, I think Joe Rogan said it best, what he, he break dances to the beat of his own boombox, <laughs> something like that. I don't know. He <laughs> called him a weird fella or something. Yeah, like he's, and he is, a, he is a strange fella, but like I wouldn't want... Uh, I wouldn't want him to not be a strange. His training methods, like right after he had that that knee surgery, to to go back and train the way that he did and get back as fast as he and did. get back as fast as he did. It's just a, a magical, magical fucking thing. Um, and as a fan, it was it was really really cool. And I was uh, in incommunicado with uh, one of his teammates, uh, Curtis Hembroff, during his last fight uh, during Tony Ferguson's last fight with Pettis. And when it was done. I told him I thought that was one of the best fights I've ever seen. And legitimately, that was that was a great fight. I think Tony Ferguson deserves everything great that is coming to him. Uh, but I think we need to get that like written in stone. Uh, if we can get, I mean, I know it's short notice to, to put it on for New Year's Eve, but if we could put on that one last fight on that New Year's Eve card, uh, even Ferguson, yeah, uh, that'd be hard to get just because of what it is. Shut your mouth. Don't say that. They're gonna have a stacked out card with like twelve fights. Twenty that million dollars makes it happen. You want another fight of that fight card? The only way they make that better is if they make that fight card cost like a hundred dollars a ticket. Then, Ooh, we'd be going to Vegas. I'm saying, shit. I'm saying pay per views, not oh pay per views. Fuck that, dude. <laughs> Fuck that. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Um, I don't. What are your thoughts on the ESPN deal? As a fan, shit. Uh, I don't know. It's just another channel I got to tune into. I, I really don't. Fox Sports or ESPN. It's like. It's essentially the same thing at this point. Um, but what I'm really curious about, though, is I like the free fights. I like the, the, yeah. the free access to fights. I think that's great. I think that's where Bellator is uh, beating the UFC at every turn because you're you're getting 500,000 people tuning in to watch a fight, but you're not having 500,000 tune in and pay $60 for a fight. Um, you know, because it used to be like when you, when you order a fight, you would have people over and it would become yeah. an event. Oh, yeah. Um, but now you have so many cards and so many mediocre cards uh, that you're charging people $60 for that I don't 
I don't want to spend 60 bucks for it. I don't want to, you know, invite people over for food. I don't want to have people in my house to, to give four hours of my life to, to right. watching something that I don't want to watch. All fights except 70 bucks, you know, like, but at the same time, you know, you have, you have these mega cards that are absolutely worth it. You probably could have charged double for it. Like that December 29th card is, is a solid card. The New Year's Eve cards are always solid. Um, and my understanding is that Ryzen is trying to make something work for New Year's Eve with Floyd. They're still trying to make something happen. With really? Yeah. Ah, yikes. So, okay, so original, I guess from Floyd, I don't know if you, you follow this, but a Floyd, Just Floyd from Mayweather's Rogers. supposed to fight tension something or other, 20-year-old kickboxing phenom. Anyway, uh, he said he didn't want to take, he, he wasn't going to take the fight. They announced more that he than he was uh, really ready to commit to. He was going to have like um, uh, like a, an exhibition, of, yeah. a really well-paid exhibition match with this kid. And it was going to be uh, very high-priced investors, and it wasn't, you know, he didn't think it was going to be at the Saitama Super Arena, I guess. But, but it is... Uh, I like the idea of Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather fighting in Japan on New sure. Year's. I, I think it's a freak show. I think it's absolutely a freak yeah. show, and that's why Japanese New Year's events occurred. That's why they occurred in Pride. That's why that's why Fedor fought every New Year's Eve. That's why Vanderlei fought every New Year's Eve in Japan because uh, they they pay shitloads of money, and it's a freak show. Um, the uh, who's the the feller that Fedor fought? The the giant. Oh hell! I can't remember his name off the top of my head either. But that was a freak show. The guy was like seven foot five. What about? Uh, I was gonna say Kim Jong Il, but that would be fucked up. Like I would like pay to see Fedor fight Kim Jong Il. What about Gabby Garcia and that like like sixty year old lady? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Did, so did you watch that. So for those of you who are not familiar with Gabby Garcia, Gabby Garcia is a six foot something world champion jiu-jitsu fighter she's a giant she is a great big woman and she was fighting a 50 odd year old grandmother who was a former professional wrestler and she came in like 30 pounds heavy and the old lady's like i'm not fighting her i'm not fighting her she's Ooh, yes you are. <laughs> yeah man they cash those just that fucking those fucking checks talk dude like yeah. that money talks. That's terrible. Oh yes, oh yes, you are. Here's another ten thousand dollars. All right, I'm gonna go get my ass whipped anyway. Make that money. Make that. Get that money, boo boo. Get that money, money, boo boo. Christmas is coming. Freak shows, man. People love it. People. I love. I love watching freak show fights. I think they're great. I think they're good for the sport. I think that you needed people like Kimbo Slice uh, and Dada Five Thousand. Rest in peace to the late great Kimbo. Um, you needed them to make the freak shows. You needed. You need these these monster people, like guys like Derek Lewis, or um, as long as they don't fight Big each other, Bigfoot Silva, uh, or or Brock Lesnar's. You need these freak show athletes, especially in your heavyweight division. Uh, and so, when you have these freak show athletes, you got to give them a venue. The problem is with the UFC and USADA, you have a guy like Brock Lesnar, who is a true freak show in the greatest greatest sense of the word. Uh, fighting for a heavyweight title shot against Daniel Cormier without having fought in like two or three years since he got popped for steroids after a decision win over Mark Hunt. He didn't fight Mark Hunt. He just picked him up and put him down and held him there. Yes. Like, it was a fucking waste of time for everybody, especially Mark Hunt. 
Um, no, not for him. He got paid a lot of money. He got paid a lot of money. No, when he got the first lawsuit, he got paid a lot of money. Oh, I'm sure he did. And you know what? Maybe it wasn't such a bad deal for, for Mark Hunt, but the reality for, fans, for the fans, it sucks because, like, that's something that cost probably cost Mark Hunt. If Mark Hunt had won, he'd have probably gotten a title shot. Yep. And that's a man who deserves a title shot in the heavyweight division. Yeah. You know what? If you want to really, really fucking impress me, UFC, go ahead and make Mark Hunt versus DC. Ooh. You know what? Why not? Why not? If you're going to be the same thing as you had Lewis. And no, I don't. I don't think so. I, I think that um, I think that with a guy like Mark Hunt, he's got to he's really got to get in there. And Mark Hunt is still Mark Hunt. He still has the power to take your fucking face off. Yes. Um, because and if nothing else, he can just scare you to death. My thing is with those big freak shows is you got to have a good booking. Because when they, they put Kimball Slice versus Dada 5000, and in the third round, they're leaning on each other, gasping for air. Kimball swung and missed, but Dada fell and couldn't get his ass back up <laughs> off the mat, so they called yeah. the fight over. Who booked that fight? Who was like, these Dada two dudes... passed away. Like, he... Kimbo. Kimbo. Kimbo passed... Kimbo's no. dead, but I know that he had, like, five heart attacks during that fight. Yeah. He had, like... No, something like... Dada 5000 had, like, many heart attacks mm-hmm. during this fight. Clearly, like, not taking care of himself. Like, yeah. you're a professional athlete. Well, what like is, like, um, they had this big hype, like, Dada's like, I'm going to go to the ring, I'm going to stand there, we're going to bang it out. And the minute they fucking came out, Dada started walking backwards, and Kimbo started chasing him, and then they took rolls, chasing each other around in circles, and yeah. no one really landed any heavy shots. And they that got so tired. Cool That's Derek Lewis and Francis and Gano. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, those, is, those big freak shows can, can backfire for sure. So, I, I would like to see, though... Um, oh, that by the way, that card uh, with uh, Dada 5000 and uh, also had, if I recall correctly, the third in the Ken Shamrock Hoist yes. uh, Gracie trilogy, mm-hmm. where, if I recall correctly, Hoist Gracie got the first technical knockout of his career mm-hmm. because he, he, I guess he punched Ken Shamrock in the dick. Well, Region. Could be, yeah, there was no direct There contact. was no direct contact with the dick, <laughs> but... Ken Shamrock could not continue. So, Hoist Gracie's right <laughs> first technical knockout. I was, was watching at my house the other day, um, before uh, Seth went to Hawaii, we were watching some of the UFC's greatest submission arts of all time. I paused it, and I was like, who the number one is? And he's like, they've named every great submission artist off I've ever watched. And I was like, they didn't say Hoist Gracie's name. He's like, but he didn't, wasn't that good at submissions? I'm like, really? You retarded. That's what's what he did. What is wrong with you? He what? choked a man with a boxing glove on. Not yeah. his he used his gi and choked the dude. Yeah. Oh, vice. Here's a question for you, for for anyone listening uh, or, or YouTube fine folks. Why is it that Rose Gracie is the only Gracie whose R you pronounce? I'm not saying we should call her Hose Gracie, because I think that'll get you fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, apparently she's super duper nice. So like, why would you want to say that anyway? But I'm, I'm not going to take no L. Yeah, you tell it. You taking taking L from like this really nice lady. Yeah. Plus, how do you feel? You go out to her family, like, exhausted around. And, What's up, hoes? Yeah. You getting rocked? You getting, getting rocked out? Bad. You should get rocked. <laughs> All of a sudden, you know, uh, Hickson comes out of nowhere. He's like, he's not nice. You and got Enzo sitting there, right and that's throat. how you die. Um, yeah. Oh, this is my cousin Ice Cream. <laughs> Which, by the way, is not the most intimidating name for a fighter ever. 
Ice cream Gron. Kind of like Dorothy. So, shout out to Cody Smith. This is uh, his last fight down here. He's moving. Where is he moving? He is moving to, I believe, Billings, Montana. Okay. This is his last fight. After the fight, he is going to be leaving for a better life. Good for him. Him and his child are going to go to where it's better for them. Nice. Good for them. He came by and we were talking. He was like, yo, you have to sponsor this fight for me. I'll be in on that for me. I was my last one. So I was a going away gift for him putting out some good fights. We bought him some nice new shorts and some, got some like, gear coming, some other stuff from us. A little way to say thank you. Wish him his way. Yeah, shout out to Cody Smith. Always a, always a, a guy Happy. who brought it. And, and that was another thing is like he was a guy, he's a guy that when I sit down and I, and I speak to, like he's a guy that's been through a lot of shit. We, we've had those conversations. Mm-hmm. But he always comes out of it like optimistically. Yeah. Like for as much stuff as, as that dude has, has been through, as much much heartache. He could be angry a little bit and be understandable. He, yeah, he could be a little bit pissed off. But he's not. He's very and very cool, very friendly, very humble, very thank you, sir, very calm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Cody Smith will be missed, but if he's moving on to a better life, uh, he's going to try to pursue boxing down there. Good for him. Yeah. Bare knuckle, uh, bare knuckle boxing is a, is a real thing. There's um, a huge gym. He said about three miles from where he's going to be staying for this boxing training only. And then a half mile from the other direction is a really nice facility for working out. So he's already been in oh. communication with both them. He wants to pursue it more. Good. So I was like, I'm, wow. I'm happy for you. Good. Maybe one day see him up on the main card somewhere. Doing some boxing. Are you doing, uh, are you currently a location, a Santa location? <sighs> the radio thing? Uh, that is not until I move my name to the end of the month. Okay. But right now I'm doing the Clarion Turkey Box. Okay, so you, what's going on with your, what are you doing with the Clarion? Uh, apparently if you're doing the box, and then on the 17th or 19th of this month, we're going to draw a name out, and that person's getting a turkey. Oh, sweet. Is it a smoked turkey or a vaped turkey? Um, I'm pretty sure it's like a Fred Meyers turkey for their family. That's all I know. They called me and said, hey, we need more sponsors. And I was like, what do you want? They said, we need 100 bucks. I was like, here's my money. And then they came into the air and got this box off and told me to literally put names in it. <laughs> Hard work? Yeah, it's rough. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to feed people here. Keep people nice and healthy and happy and they come in and say hi. Speaking of healthy, happy, and saying hi, howdy, how do you do? This Friday, 16th, Don Jose's and Fort Royal Parkers, Andy Hendrickson, Cass Smiley, it's gonna be and fun. Angie Stubbenfield. That's yeah. not actually her name. It's, it's Stubbs. <laughs> Just gotta add some field. Just add Stub a little field. Oven. It, yeah, adds a little pop at the end to it. Yeah, I like it. Stubbenfield. She's like, yeah. oh, it's Stubbs. Like, Mm-mm. we changed it. Nah, he's Angie Stubbenfield. <laughs> That's how we say but Angie Stubbenfield. She's uh, Cass is just Cass. Cass. Solid. Cass. Um, as you say, Cassandra sounds like a nice lady. Cassandra sounds like someone you'd want to watch your kids. Cass is a crazy bitch. Will take your alcohol after you go to sleep. So I don't know how for them. No, I'm only mine. I'm happy to pick my alcohol. Fuck it. <laughs> she's, she's doing me a favor. I wake up and want to drink. That's gonna be good. I have a lot of people I know to be showing up. It's gonna be really a good event. We're gonna have a lot of fun. I'm excited to eat some food and enjoy some good laughter. It's all about salsa and laughter. Slaughter. Slaughter. So what? Slaughter? You gonna slap everybody? Slaughter for everyone. <laughs> salsa, laughter. I, don't, I have no idea what, what specials they're going to be doing. I'm pretty excited. We'll see how that goes. Um, I know that we... I'm pretty excited. One of the things that, if you're listening to this, if you're a fan of comedy, we are going to be bringing down comedy more regularly. We're going to be putting on more family-friendly events as well as more 21 and up events. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're just more excited. To, 
Get yeah. that around the peninsula. Get people out of the house. Get them having fun. Get them enjoying life. Yeah. So, if you know somebody who is funny that can tell a jokesy joke, be sure to hit me up at wokenbigpodcast.gmail.com. Or if you know someone who is interesting and they should be on the podcast, please send them my way. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got to go pick up my kid. I got regular dad shit to do. Matt, you've got shit to do, like coaching classes and stuff. And Dave, you got to sell some people some stuff. I got to wait for that. I'm going to sit here and watch Wade work. I like it. Uh, yeah, so if you're free and you're over the age of 19, come by 5150 Vapes and watch Wade work. Yes. And make fun of him, please. Don't make fun of Wade. Wade's a No, nice just tell him how beautiful he is. Please. Wade's, I don't care if you're a guy or a girl. Just tell Wade he's beautiful. Wade's got a lot of stuff working against him. You know, you can't, you can't pick on him. He's got those pretty eyes and that pretty beard. <laughs> All right, so Matt, if uh, people are interested in Bang Muay Thai or uh, training Jiu-Jitsu with Jason Chavaria, how do they do that? Uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, just look up AK-49 Martial Arts. Um, we're in the Peninsula Center Mall right there next to Payless. Can't miss us. And uh, if you want to shoot me a weird creepy text in the middle of the night and ask me about classes, then uh, 907-690-2711 is my number. You can also send them dick pics. That's Ooh. happening tonight. Send or airdrop. Or, <laughs> airdrop. I guess that's a thing now. <laughs> um, airdrop that dick on him. Yeah. Uh, you got classes for kids and adults alike. So hit me up. Come learn something. All right. Dave, uh, you can't talk about any specials or sales you have going on. I'm just having some good old stuff. You want to save some money, come by and see me. All right. Fair you enough. Dave, I'll save you some money. Fair enough. And again, if you know anyone you think would be interesting on the podcast, by all means, by all means, by all means, send them my way. We've also got the new studio coming your way. Should be up. Uh, was, was hoping to be up today. However, things happen. It will be up this week. And new solid location. We'll still be mobile. I'll still be mobile on my phone. But, um, you know, it's good to have a solid location. A good place to just sit down and record. All right. Right now, a, a young lady who's definitely not Wade's girlfriend is coming in and feeding Wade food. Uh, I don't think Wade's girlfriend's going to be very happy about that. Wade looks very embarrassed, and so does this young lady who looks like she is not she got some at her all. mouth. Well. We don't, we don't see what it is, though. Yeah. Def, but, yeah, definitely not Wade's girlfriend. Uh, this just got awkward. <laughs> All right, thanks for checking out the podcast. You are beautiful people, guys, gals, and others, and uh, get out there. Have a great day. Kick today's ass. Don't let it kick yours. Be nice to strangers, puppies, and some other shit. All right. Thanks. <laughs>